0: To the Chris and Sam Podcast. Pull up a bar stream and join us
1: for a random conversation, guaranteed to make you think or your money back. Hello, welcome to the Chris and Sam Podcast. I'm Chris. I'm Sam. This is episode 267 of your favourite podcast. We know. Yeah, we know it's your favourite. I just uh, spent a couple of minutes watching our neighbours next door, Chris. We've got new neighbours uh, beating a um, beehive, I think it was, from the house or a wasp nest. Quite entertaining. Actually, for what? the heart, I don't know, there was something <laughs> hanging from the side of the house and the guy ran at it with a stick and then ran inside. And I don't know what was going on. But for the last week, I actually thought they were dead. But that's just a different story. <laughs> um,
0: okay. All right. Um, I, I'm just not going to go there now. So this week has been interesting in the news. And the funniest thing of the week, I think, has got to be Trump's border wall blowing over onto the Mexican side of the border. Did you hear
1: about that? No. So it just blew over from the wind. <laughs> yes. Uh, that sounds they, like a. They strong. did
0: say, um, oh, oh. Go. So, um, yeah, so it just blew over. So they did say, oh, uh, uh, uh it, it's uh, new concrete and it hadn't. Um, set. set. There's a better word than that. Hardened. Cured. 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 That's, that's the, the word one. they would have used. They hadn't, it hasn't cured yet, so uh, that's why. And and that was it, yeah, and, and it blew over and it wasn't cured and it was like, I don't care. And then, like, who's going to ring Mexico and go, oh, can you give us uh, that part of the fence back? Or who's going to f- pay to fix the fence? Cause-
1: I don't know, but you heard that they <laughs> just found the longest tunnel under that wall, eh?
0: Yeah, 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 because um, <laughs> cause I saw it, um, Trevor Noah going, making some joke about the Brooklyn guys going, can you get to Brooklyn on that? Because oh, <laughs> wow. it's better than the better than the thing they have uh,
1: in the under- subway.
0: In, in, in-
1: so that was pretty cool. And you wouldn't have just seen, uh, you, you'd you like this, but you would have just missed it because it just happened. What's Donald, the woman that doesn't like Trump? Palin- Pal- what's her name? Polinsky? No, Poloski? Oh, Nancy yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, he just did a State of the Union speech. Pelosi. And when- Pelosi. And uh, when he finished, she stood up behind him and just ripped up all the paper. Oh, what? And she grabbed more paper and ripped it all up. Just ha- This just happened like the last 10 minutes uh, as we record this. And they asked her, why did you do that? And she said, well, it was the more polite option.
0: Because <laughs> <laughs> she's like super religious and, and, and quite not in a creepy religious way like Mike Pence, but in a, a wholesome religious way. As wholesome as you can get. <laughs> as wholesome as Toffee, who's jumped off my lap, walked across oh, to the other side of the room, and he's now having, making the worst cat, noise ever. The, the
1: normal noise it makes. This cat's having a lot of issues, I think. <laughs> uh, Maybe. Good, good old cat. Hey, uh i was going to say i'll lead into this i've been watching a lot of the office lately the american version of the office oh yeah and i'm getting into season nine i'm into season nine actually i'm almost near the end and season yeah in season nine i have sometimes a lot of time on my hands season nine for office fans is sometimes touted as the worst season because they sort of do a whole bunch of random stuff and you've never seen the office eh?
0: Not the American one. I've seen Ricky Gervais's one a a, a few times. Uh, Not like I've seen a few episodes scattered around. So
1: there's an episode in season nine that people will remember. They're being filmed for a documentary the whole time. Something happens, and then the sound guy breaks the fourth wall, I guess, and comes into the scene and does something with one of the characters, right? And in my head, I was like, I'm sure it's the guy from um, Silicon Valley that plays Russ Hanneman. Oh yeah yeah, yeah 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 and I've and I've got to Crazy re- Russ, billionaire Crazy Russ, yeah, yeah. yeah and yeah. I've come to that episode and it is him. And that actor's name is Chris Diamantopoulos. Pulu? I don't know. That's a very long Di- Diamantopoulos. 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 yeah anyway. So I quickly looked that up and I was like, yeah, just to confirm, before I saw him. And uh he I just thought it was interesting, Chris. So I love him as Russ Hanneman. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's classic. And he's done a lot of stuff. He does a lot of voice acting. Oh, right. What do you think he's been doing for one of his jobs for the last six years on an animated kids show? You'll never guess this. I'm trying to remember what he sounds like.
0: Just, all I all I can remember is swear words <laughs> because of his rough head, yeah, yeah. <laughs> because so, of his character. That's which, if you haven't
1: remember. seen Silicon Valley, go watch. It's great. Silicon Valley the best. Um, I might need to rewatch that now. Yeah. Uh he for the last six or seven years has been doing the voice for Mickey Mouse in an animated kid show. What? Over a hun- almost a hundred episodes. Holy crap! And I, that just blew me away. And I knew I had to tell you this. <laughs> Um, good old Diamantopolis. Diamantopolis. uh Mickey Mouse. Yep. And a few other things as well. Look him up. He's pretty good. Cool, cool. Um, I've
0: got something here that... This is an interactive one. This is not a listen to the podcast one. So we will share it. There's a Facebook uh, link. And it... <laughs> The, the Yorkshire Police found this ring, and they said, well, "This is a unique ring. We haven't seen anything like it." Ra 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 ra. Yes. And of course, it's like a copy of the the One Ring. It's Elvish engraving. They said it has some unique uh, Arabic writing on it. And but we we're, to, so ass- they, they, we're they, to
1: assume that they didn't know.
0: I'm pretty sure they didn't know the Uh, way it starts off. And then, of course, everyone on the internet is giving them all these uh, within nine motorcyclists coming out after it's sniffing the air or something, and they're like, what is going on? And then after not very long at all, they're like, obviously, we need to up update our, uh, you know, pop knowledge or something. Yeah, I forget yeah, what they said. But, right. but the comments in there are pretty amusing, and it is quite funny. It's a great, great wee story. So um, maybe have a look at that. We'll share that in the show yep. notes at chrisandsampodcast.com.
1: Uh, so this other thing just happened, like, today or yesterday. These guys, there's two guys in the UK, they've just been officially handed the Guinness World Record for the largest ever discovery um, of coins, largest hoard of (laughs) coins. Using a metal detector? Yeah, 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 yeah. Is
0: that where you found out about that?
1: No, I, <laughs> no. Well, actually, maybe I did. <laughs> so they found sixty nine thousand three hundred and forty seven silver and gold Iron Age coins. How? Sixty nine thousand three hundred and forty seven. Holy crap! Yeah, yeah. The the previous they didn't need
0: a very sensitive metal detector. Did wow.
1: They? <laughs> no, no. They, uh, there's a story to that. So the previous record was fifty four thousand found in the 70s. The world record's 150,000 found in Brussels in 1908, right? So these guys, there's two of them, they, a woman says to them in the 1980s, uh, I found a shiny button in that field. So for 30 years, they've been trying to find this um, hoard of coins that were allegedly hidden there somewhere. And they finally found it under a hedge. But all this happened uh, in 2014. And they've... Uh, no, 2012, sorry. Only in 2012. They've only just had it all recognised now. Like, that's how long it took for them to get it all checked out and stuff. Now, uh, all this is worth, they reckon, probably about £10 million. Oh, wow. That's what's worth. But... Um, it's uh, classed as treasure, so that means the crown owns it and they take it, but they should get a considerable reward for finding yeah, yeah,
0: this. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Because isn't it something like the treasure hunter gets 20% of yeah, some, value like or
1: that. something like that? Because there's quite a few stories of people finding big things like this and then keeping it for themselves, and then they try and sell it to a private collector, and then the next thing they're in jail for 20 years.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's hilarious. Oh, speaking of which, how's your little metal detector going? Have you used it on anything other than um, the kitchen?
1: <laughs> oh, what Chris is talking about is I've got a <laughs> pinpointer, which is a little carrot-looking stick thing, and uh, you use that after you use a normal metal detector, which I don't have. Uh, yeah, I found a chunk of concrete outside uh, in the garden there with this big chunky metal thing. didn't know it was there. Oh, wow. Randomly. Randomly. the only place I could think of to use wh- it. Waving your little wand around. That's right. Uh, <laughs> that sounds terrible.
0: Um, okay, all right. Snapping spaghetti. <laughs> this one cracks me up. So, Feynman. What's his name again? Richard F- F- Fey- Feynman. You you've heard of him? He's yeah, sort of he's like an adventurer physicist, physicist. Well, he was the one that did adventures as well. Like went to the poles yeah, or something so. like that. Yeah. yeah, that's the dude. I think it is. Anyway, anyway, he he made an observation at some point in his... um, As you do. ...his thing. He said when you get a piece of spaghetti, you know, just dry spaghetti, yeah, rod, and you hold it at either end and you bend it, it'll snap.
1: Yeah, okay. When
0: it snaps, why does it never snap into two pieces? It snaps into three pieces.
1: Yes, okay. All right. So... This
0: has been worrying a lot of people for a long time. <laughs> oh, of course, of course. So they've had to so these, have they worked it out. These MIT students—that's yeah, um, you
1: want—some students working
0: created on. a tool to get an exact bend on the thing, and they snapped hundreds and thousands of. Well, actually, I don't know. I'm just making it up. They snapped a, a lot, lot of spaghetti, yeah, right. And they worked out how to do it, what was happening and how to negate that from happening.
1: Okay. Is there so, a, is there a follow on thing that it helps something in the world? It will actually. Okay. I'm uh, surprised. Just not. checking.
0: But yeah. Um, so what happens is it's it puts tension on it until it snaps, and then the release puts more tension on going the other way, and it snaps again in the second place. So you've got oh, okay. two. Two breakages, yeah, so you've yeah, got the yeah. third piece, and they've worked out. God knows how long this took them to do, but they worked Probably out. Probably a
1: lot less than the metal detectors took to find that thing. It
0: will. They can consistently get it to snap in two if the snapback is prop. This the, that's uh, reverberation is called the snapback. It's okay. properly dispersed through the noodle by twisting it while it's bent. So you bend it. And you uh, twist it. Yeah, okay. The twist must be rather severe, though, nearly 360 degrees. What? <laughs>
1: and, but it has to all happen at the exact same yeah, time. and the two ends it? of the
0: noodle must be then brought together very slowly. Okay. And and you can do it. So it does have some um, uh, applications in terms of engineering. Yes. Um, Lie and well, various things. Uh, <laughs> like but also. Carbon nanotubes, okay? Oh, okay. Carbon nanotubes are super strong cylinders, often hailed as the building material of the future. Oh, well, they rode a ladder to the moon. We can now, yeah, well, yeah, or the elevator was, oh, yeah, so oh the it, elevator to yeah, the moon, yeah, something like that. So sometimes big discoveries can be inspired by silly questions. If it hadn't been for Richard Feynman bending noodles seventy years ago, we wouldn't now know what about 70 how seventy years ago energy is dispersed through rods and how to control their fracturing. So okay, there you go.
1: There you go. You learned so, something while all, new.
0: Not all silly questions will lead to such a significant discovery. They can all help us learn.
1: Okay, good. Good, good, good. I've go. got a kickstarter or dropkick for you this week, uh, Chris. Yes. Would you like a Baja shovel, a multifunctional tool for survival experience? That's what it says. It's a shovel with 21 tools and 31 functions. Okay. It's so a so. multi-purpose pro survival gear. Uh, it has a whole bunch of stuff built into it. Basically, how they've managed to do that is the handle. Uh, there's different versions of it. It starts at 89 bucks, goes up to 149 They reach their funding in seven hours. Oh, wow. Um, and it's got a whole bunch of small rods that connect to make the handle and then contained in the rods is all the stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, from... You got your shovel at one end, knife, fire striker, whistle, icebreaker, screwdriver, harness. i don't know. Harness, I don't know paracord, handsaw, belt cover, multifunction flashlight, four lighting modes, magnetic holder, uh, some sort of big battery pack in there to charge stuff up. Two lights and a case on the handle as well. Uh, it's pretty. There's
0: a cr- no bottle opener.
1: Oh, it's probably there somewhere. Like this. Yeah, and
0: a can opener. Yeah, it was got
1: an axe. So at one point, the dude's trying to chop a tree down with a shovel, and it's got its self leveling thing. One of the comments was like, I'm finding it really weird. So, apparently on Kickstarter, and there's a very, very similar product already available on AliExpress. And there was another Kickstarter that got removed a couple of weeks ago, apparently. I can't remember what it was for now. When Kickstarter realized they were just buying stuff from China, raising a Kickstarter, and then just shipping the stuff from China. Brilliant. (laughs) (laughs) Drop shipping next level. (laughs) Research and design. Yes. Yes. Uh, Manufacturing, yep, sure we can get onto that. Jeez, that's hilarious. So make sure you uh, check out AliExpress and things like that.
0: Far out, that's crazy. Um, Yeah, so, um, okay, I'm looking at it now. So they wanted 10 grand, which is a reasonable want for something like that.
1: Well, you know, you got to get the stock in from China, I guess. No, I think it is slightly a bit better, but it looks like they have possibly copied an idea from that. And uh, if you, oh, I didn't put the link there, but if you do look it up and read it, the English is a bit weird because they're based in Belgium or Germany or something. Oh, right. So some of their wording's a bit funny. Um, and unrelated to that, Facebook has released a new feature this week, Off Facebook Data. If you uh, want to see how creepy Facebook is, go check that out in your settings. uh, It'll tell you what data they are sharing with God knows who. Uh, Some of the examples I've seen are probably up to – you've probably got a few – up to 1,200 different services or devices or apps. Uh, I had about 280. Some of the stuff I've never heard of in my life. What? So
0: So, – Sorry, I'm I'm losing you. So there's
1: two – Me personally – You personally – have 280 – Apps that no two hundred and eighty different services, which includes apps, websites, everything, and Facebook is sharing my personal data with those two hundred and eighty. Yeah, holy crap! But it's sometimes it's anonymized and whatever, and all this sort of stuff. Yeah, um, and you can clear it and say no, don't want to have that data thing. But then they just sort of um, there's a whole page on Facebook talking about mm-hmm. it, and they sort of said, oh well. If we do that, then you won't see um, ads that are relevant to you. Yeah, but um, it's some. And of we won't get paid. And and, <laughs> and some of the apps are apps that I've. I don't sign up with apps with Facebook. I always use email if I have to. Some of these apps I've never signed up with. I've just installed them on my phone, and then somehow Facebook has paired us up and. Yeah, yeah,
0: I, they, I'm sure Facebook reads everything that's on your phone.
1: Uh, yeah, probably Google does more, I reckon. Oh, Google does more, but I think Facebook does it as well. Yeah, I mean, so Google she-
0: you sort of expect because it's Android, right? So I did the whole um, – I uh, had to sign in on a um, Gmail. Um, for, it's a, a business Gmail account that I'm yeah. using, and I put the two-factor verification. So I was expecting a text message, but my phone just goes –
1: Oh, press that button. Eh? Press
0: a button. And I'm like, uh, press it. And then it opens up on the desktop. I'm like, it's real quick. Okay. Too, eh? Yeah, it's like instantaneous. I was like, okay, that's not creepy at all. That's, no, nah, I don't know.
1: So, uh, check that out if you want to, uh, just be surprised at what's going going on with your Facebook. Um, yeah.
0: Oh, I was going to ask you what counterfeit math was. And then I realized I did that one.
1: I don't know. Um, it's something <laughs> you've been doing, Chris, out the back there. I wish. Um, is so, this when so, you... In, is it-
0: in Minnesota, yeah, they um, the local authorities i don 't know what sort of authorities police or, or FBI or whatever yeah or, or secret service because treasury is part of Secret Service or Secret Service is part of treasury or whatever yeah but um, forty five boxes of counterfeit bills were seized okay um, and it's just under or just over a million dollars
1: yeah
0: of one dollar bills oh okay, and you've got to ask yourself. Why did they print one dollar bills?
1: <laughs> Is there less chance of people looking at them?
0: Because well, they can get... No. Well, like, where are you going to spend the dollar Just bill? randomly,
1: though, this last week, I saw a video of Post Malone, who's the musical artist that's covered in tattoos. Looks terrible. Quite famous. Looks like he's stoned out of his brain, possibly laying in a... Sh- I don't know if he's in a shopping cart or what he's in, but he's laying and they're pushing him along, and he's got giant stacks... He's got one dollar bills and stacks of a thousand, and he's handing them out to people. And people are like, "Give me some!" And he's like, he doesn't know what's going on, but he's handing out all this money. Just made me think of that. Well, that's it. Maybe it's him, but yeah, it, it's made in China. Oh, the yes, stuff. AliExpress. Here we go. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah.
0: But there was the thing that gets but- me. It's like it's one dollar note. So if you made them. notes, you've still got 45 boxes, but those 45 boxes are now worth $5 million. There's got to be a reason. (laughs) If it's $20, which you would think is the easiest one to pass, Do you
1: think they're using the $1 bills in strip clubs? That's,
0: that's, that's what you think. And I mean, it's funny because I saw this on that Trevor Noah's thing, The Daily Show, and that's what he said. You can't even go and use that in strip strip clubs because, you know, maybe you could justify it. Well, your boobies are fake. I thought I'd use a fake note. Uh, <laughs>
1: You'd still get
0: in trouble. That see, was I was joke. thinking
1: poor lighting.
0: Yeah. Well, apparently. Well, I don't know how good or bad they are, honestly. He, I didn't see anything about that. But it just makes me... was like, do 20s, bro, and you've got $20 million. Because uh, how much does it cost to print one? I bet you it costs more than a dollar to print each one.
1: Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> if, but if, if
0: the paper's right, you know, and you've got you everything
1: get, right. Well, once you get quantity you must be making money like it must get better the more you do but isn't their money quite technologically uh backwards yeah Yeah, compared to everyone else in the world
0: yeah 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 because they've got one colored ink
1: yeah, and it's for, the for paper, the paper's the main thing, isn't
0: it? Yeah, I think their paper's improved. They they did a big revamp in the two I thousand mean, some. It's somewhere. not the
1: plastic money that we've got. No. No plastic fantastic.
0: Yeah, I mean if you put it in the washing machine. Does see how the money still shrink if you put it through the washing machine?
1: No, I don't think it shrinks. It'll melt it, though. It
0: used to do that though. It did it one time. The first five dollar note. Some people put it in and it came out
1: or the dryer or whatever it, it must was. It the dryer. And it
0: came out and it, it was perfect, but it was small. It yeah. <laughs> shrunk. Um, I think they fixed that.
1: Did you see, uh, obviously, we've got the, you know, coronavirus thing going around all around the world. Yeah. They're flying some people out from China to New Zealand that want to come over. Uh, that was landing today. Unrelated, um, one of the patients on that flight died. They just, they just released that on the news. Unrelated, they think. Not, to the
0: coronavirus. Yeah, but
1: we've just brought them all back into New Zealand. Don't worry, but one person died. Anyway, uh, China decided they needed to build another hospital, so they built a whole hospital in uh, 10 days. Like, these guys are amazing.
0: I know. That, that, I, I. That's incredible. And it's a big hospital, right? It's 10,000 beds or something. Uh,
1: it's not a... No. No. Uh, no, it's only a 1,000. a 1,000 beds. Okay. 1,000 beds in
0: ten, 10 days, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, thinking.
1: yeah, they're going to build a big... But they had 4,000 workers and a 1,000 construction machines, and I just don't understand the logistics of trying to get that whole moving.
0: Well, we were talking about it last night on the D&D game that I played, And, um, <laughs> yeah, um, and it was Jason or Carl, and they were going on and they were saying that um, overseas when they do roadworks and stuff like that, they just pour loads of technology and loads of people at it. Yeah. And whereas we in New Zealand, if you know the Waikato Expressway, we don't spend so much people or technology. We just throw loads of time at it. So those four guys will get it done yeah, in two hundred yeah, yeah. years, no problem. Yeah, yeah. I see. Um, so yeah, that's <laughs> it's all about man hours, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, well that's right. And so these guys, so uh, apparently in Europe or in a lot of the Asian places, if you um, if you're doing major roadworks, they do it all at night. They get like a thousand people there and a sh- yeah. crap load of machines, and they work while nobody's on the road, and they. Do It clever, like so. Um, Jace was talking about a bridge that overpass that they would was actually damaged. They preset the overpass, they've got it there as a piece. They cut the, the old damaged bit out, pull it out, slot the other one in, like Lego. It just plongs yeah. in and away they go. And they can do that in four hours. And you know, there's
1: got to be a lot of planning, isn't there? I yeah, don't oh, know. yeah,
0: there'd have to be a lot of planning for uh,
1: that. They're building another hospital which is supposed to be finished. Oh, today. Our time tomorrow, I guess. We'll have sixteen hundred beds, and there's a couple more being built in other Chinese cities, and they just can do it. Um, I guess if you got the population, eh? Like,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. But we, yeah, that's the thing. We don't spend enough manpower um, on no on, on the stuff we we build here, the in- infrastructure. That's right. Or the infrastructure we don't build here, as it were.
1: I wish that expressway yeah. would hurry up and be finished. <clears throat> yeah, there's such a bottleneck coming into Huntley. Wasn't he? It's terrible. But it's
0: it's more obvious now because everything else has been speeded up on either side of Huntley. You know what I mean? totally. That's the worst.
1: (laughs) Huntley and Talperi. Talperi. Oh, it's terrible. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. it's terrible.
0: Okay, so um, a Nobel Prize winner has claimed that lasers, he's working on something with lasers, that can make nuclear waste safe earlier. And he... Actually, quotes in there which I didn't put the link. Brilliant!
1: I'll find that um, later. It'll be in the show notes. Um,
0: How long does he break it, it
1: down?
0: Well, he said, "quote unquote," um, we can get a thirty thousand you know year. What do they call it? Afterlife. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and we can half life in it. Half life. Yeah, that's the one. Afterlife. Half life. And we can cut that down to thirty minutes. What? Theoretically, okay, but he,
1: that, that Jesus, was the, the thing laser. that got everybody. Yeah, yeah.
0: But apparently, I did read it, and I struggled with it.
1: Okay, so very uh, technical, I'm guessing.
0: Well, a little bit technical, and it was late, and I wasn't really, you oh, know. Okay. But anyway, I, it could have been I was just not in the right mood to be reading this, but. As I understand it, which might be completely wrong.
1: Maybe I find it that was, hard to
0: believe. It was it was all about the uh, what do you call it the on off hertz of the laser. Oh,
1: okay, yeah yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: And the way I thought I understood it was that it's like it, it cycles, so it's cycling the waste material, so it almost is is yeah, speeding okay. up time for the waste material. Yeah, that so yeah, yeah, sounds good. I and believe so you. yeah, um, the reality. They're not going to be able to do it for the next 30 years. Oh, um, okay. It'll take that long to get that technology to the degree that he's got it. But um, it's interesting because we're building up nuclear waste throughout the world. Nuclear is still a prime um, mo- means of uh, energy creation in Europe. Yeah. Like, Europeans love yeah nuclear. Um, Britain's gone away from it a bit. America hates it because of the Manhattan thing, and they got a bit freaked out about it. New Zealand, of course, it's illegal here. Um, Yeah,
1: anyway. Because apparently whatever the latest latest version of a nuclear reactor is apparently really good.
0: Is that the little small ones that they put in all the suburbs type
1: thing? No, I think there's a big version, and I don't know if someone must have built one. Maybe. I'm not sure if they have or not. But apparently... It's hard to get your head around, but if we had one in New Zealand, then we wouldn't need to rely on anything else. We could just have this one thing. Yeah. Um, with mm. very, It's very different to how uh, Chernobyl and that were put together, yeah, with the rods it, and stuff.
0: Um, I read something, and I never put it in the show notes, and now I've forgotten most of it, but they worked out how to freeze water at boiling point at 100 degrees centigrade. Oh, okay. And it was using carbon nanotubes and things like that. But the beauty of that is if you can freeze the water
1: when it's that temp- at
0: that temperature, you can use it as lines because it's way more electrical conductive. Oh, right. So it's like superconductor-type okay. material. And you don't have to worry about cooling it down because it'll only melt when it goes over 100 degrees. Yeah. Which won't be a problem unless you're out back in Australia. So, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, lots um, of uh, stuff happening.
0: Yeah, yeah. So I got two two more I want to quickly go through. Um I heard about this today cellular robots. They're working with cellular robots at the moment or biobots. These are organisms designed by supercomputers to do a specific job. And so the supercomputer goes, "Oh, so what's the job to do?" And so the the scientist has got, you know, the practice thing was to mo- push a pellet around a little petri dish. Okay. And so it Gives them these specific cells, and these are what cell- these cells do. The, the the properties of these cells, and and the supercomputer works out all these cells, how they'll interact, and all the rest of it, and creates a map. And then the scientists have been using microscopes, uh, microscopes, um, stitching these cells together and yeah. creating an organism that then does the job that this thing did. That's and pretty so cool. So it drops it down. It starts pushing this pellet around until there's no pellet, and it dies because there's nothing for it to do. Or excellent. Yeah, um, but they reckon that they will be able to get to the point where you, you they can make them. You can ingest them or inject them, yeah. and it'll clean the part, plaque out of your arteries or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's the job it does. And when it's got nothing else to do, when it's finished, it's running its program and it just dies, and it flushes out your body like anything yeah, else. Yeah. Would. So.
1: I think they've spoken about something similar in the past. Maybe we have. I hadn't, I hadn't heard
0: about that. Oh, that, that seemed new to me today. So I was oh, like, wow, no, that's I, pretty
1: cool. There's something they were thinking about doing, I think. Yeah, But it's good that they've got to the point where they can... Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. Um,
0: have you got anything else? Because I've got one more thing. No, I'm good.
1: I, Let's go. Let's finish with your thing.
0: Okay, so <laughs> this,
1: this is... This, this got sounds me, like a happy story with a laugh like that.
0: This got me wound up a little bit. So... As Sam knows, and maybe most of the listeners know, I have been involved with Kyokushin Karate for most of my life, most of my adult life. So 16 I started and and fought tournaments, full contact tournaments for 10 years and ran a club in Wellington and stuff like that. So in 2018, I was not aware of this, a 13-year-old, in Thailand was fighting kickboxing. So kickboxing is literally a national pastime in, in Thailand. Yeah, yeah, like it's I, a yeah. huge thing, right? He was punched five times in the head. Yeah. Went down, he was rushed to hospital and died of brain hemorrhage back uh, in 2018. Yeah, not right? good. Yeah. No, no. No, not good. But the thing that got the doctors was that it wasn't that fight that pretty much killed him because he was 13. He'd had over 170 fights since he was eight. That's
1: a lot. About <laughs> <Right, 13, laughs> years. Okay. 30 a year? Yeah. 35 a year or something?
0: Which is quite doable.
1: Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Particularly if you're a kid, right? Because you, you'd do that every weekend if that if you could.
1: Yeah, it's probably... Right? Yeah.
0: So the, the, the point of the story is that um, Thailand started to put changes into the law and wanted to amend it. So it's illegal for for kids under 12 to fight in full contact, uh, kickboxing tournaments. And maybe, or there was something about them wearing helmets and and gloves and stuff under 12, maybe. And that law has been uh, put aside. They're not going to do that because... uh, too much of a hue and cry from the kickboxing fraternity that says this is how you grow strong young men. Um, oh. You need to get them out fighting by the time okay. they're
1: eight years old. So, you know, if it's just if you can't hack it, you just, that's it. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. So, um, and poverty does play a big part in it because those guy, kids are, are earning $10 a, a match, yeah, which is gonna say, a lot of be... money. And then if they start doing well and they can go pro, they can earn thousands in a match. Yeah, I, I it, just, it just blew me away because I t- taught kids from five. So we had a class that was five to 13. What uh, five- did
1: five-year-olds do at that early stage? Oh,
0: honestly, it was just getting them to run it. They were yeah. running around yeah. and just getting them to do press-ups and stuff. And, you know, you just you didn't do any full contact fighting. At every time, not every session, but quite a lot of sessions, somebody would get hurt somebody would get a toe in the stomach and and win themselves or something. Sometimes I'd kick one of the kids in the stomach and win them. It happened more than once. Uh, It's terrible. Uh, It's not funny at all. (laughs) The parents are all in the back of the room looking at you like, oh, God, don't. Get up, get up. Um, (laughs) um, But, you know, there's none of this. You don't hit people in the head and all that sort of stuff. And, and, um, yeah, martial arts has a great – um, ability to help kids right with their discipline, yeah. and it Confidence. gives them something. Yeah, it's great, and I'm totally behind it. and And certainly, um, kickboxing can do that as well as anything else. But if you've got kids and you're ever going to do any sort of martial arts, go down, watch the dojo, see how they run. And I, I'm not saying one style, karate or um, kung fu or anything, is better so than another. Whatever, yep. Um, it is always down to the instructor. Yeah, true. So if I found an instructor that did something I didn't know anything about, like kung fu or judo, I don't I haven't done any of those things. Um, but it was a great instructor. I'd put my kid there. Yeah, you know, yeah. go with the best instructor, and just make sure that they 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 pay attention to the kids. They give them a little bit of specific attention because all the kids are different and stuff like that. And that it's all safe. But yeah, anyway, and probably don't. Enter your kid into full contact. Try kickboxing at age eight. Good,
1: good (laughs) tip here for all of our listeners. Uh, That brings us to the end of this podcast, Chris. Yeah. So uh, make sure to check us out, say hi, uh, and all that stuff. Uh, Until next week, I'm Sam. I'm Chris. See ya. Bye. Hope you enjoy the show. Make
0: sure to subscribe. And catch you next week. Don't forget to tell your friend.